0: He said one, and I thought it was one, and that's my fault. What's up, everybody? It's, it's your boy, Tony Massey. It is the Mix and Singles Podcast. We're back. We took a long little break, but we are back, and I'm so excited about this evening. Again, I'm your one of your hosts, but I think the most insignificant because when I look to my right, oh, oh my damn <laughs> <laughs> we got one the poet is in the building
1: actually one the ceo the
0: ceo my bad you have so many <laughs> monikers I, I, I tend to forget which one we're using this time <laughs> it's all so good. it's one the CEO. the ceo get it right mm-hmm. right and of course our girl t dot she's getting some rest so she uh, she left the show in our capable hands but we're gonna we gonna represent for uh yes, this yes. on this evening and i'm excited I'm super excited. I don't even want to look over there. That's I'm, how excited I am. I'm
1: definitely a fan. I'm like, where's the drum roll? Right, oh, where's right. Where's the drum roll?
0: I was surprised that a whole entourage didn't come in because Whatever. we have H H-Town legend in the building. Yes, oh we do. A, a media mogul. Oh, she's wow. an author. She's a speaker. She's, she's a, a philanthropist. philanthropist. Yes. She's a jack of all trades and the master of every damn one of them.
1: And she's a life coach. Yes.
0: Yeah. She will get your life right. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, Miss JJ, <laughs> J.J. on, on the, the mic. mic. What is up?
2: Thanks for having me. Thank you that for was being here. such oh a God. great
1: introduction. I feel honored. Man, I'm so glad to be here. Definitely honored to have you, man. I'm just, I'm so anxious. I don't even know where to start. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. It's just too you much. You know, and I'm just... Reading up on some of the things that you've done, I'm just so moved by your story. But I wanted to, before I just jump into all of your accolades and everything, I want the first thing I want to ask you is what triggered that moment in your life? What was that pivotal moment in your life that triggered that I need to grow me? I need to work on self love and build me.
2: That's me. That's yeah, me. Um, I thought it was a ghost in here I was <laughs> like, wait a minute so you, Y'all didn't tell me somebody else Everybody was here Everybody excited uh, You know, I Coming out of this abusive relationship um, I remember sitting down with my dad And I talk about this in my book And we're sitting on the bar stools in his kitchen And I'm telling him what's going on in this relationship And my dad, he puts his hand on my back And he says You've been abused, wow. and um, and I'm like, like me, yeah. you know. And he's like, Jillian, you got to believe me because I've I've seen this. My dad was a cop, and so he he said I've seen women go through this, and I could not understand that it was abuse because there wasn't something physical that took place, mm-hmm. and so it was hard for me to to see it. And as time went on, you know, I saw my dad cry for the first time ever Mm -hmm. in my life. This is my dad, you know, like my dad and I were really close. Mm -hmm. And that was the moment that I was like, oh, shoot, you know, my dad can see something that I can't see. So I need to get some help. And my dad kept saying, you know, you need to go see somebody. But my ego would not allow me to do it. He wanted me to go to like a women's group, like you need to like a support group or something. I was like, daddy, people know I'm on the radio and TV and they are gonna be all in my business. And my dad was like, well, people see your business on Facebook anyway. <laughs> you tell right. all your business on Facebook anyway. So go see somebody. Yeah. And I did. And then on that journey is what led me to discovering myself. Mm-hmm.
0: So you talked about the book. The book is called Without Bruises. Um, a journey to hope, help, and healing. Yeah, this book is amazing.
2: Oh, amazing! Thank so you. So,
0: I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Um, so, I, I, I bought the book a couple of years ago to on okay. when it first came out. Wow! And uh, I wish I could say that I bought the book because I was so inspired okay. by the story because I heard <laughs> you speak, and of course, you know, I've, of course, you are a big radio personality. But that's not the truth. Oh, okay. I bought the book. For nefarious reasons. Yes. Because I, I had a little crush. So oh, my thought my process God. was. No, let me explain. <laughs> so my thought process was I'm gonna buy the book <laughs> and then JJ is gonna see me at a coffee shop or at Papadose <laughs> or somewhere like that. And so I'm gonna have the book with me.
2: Yes, I'll be like so,
0: yeah, yeah, that, that was gonna be my that was gonna be my opening. That was how I was gonna slide in. I love that. And so I walked around with this damn book for six months. Dang. She never was I'm anywhere never. I was at. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> So that I is read the so book. Funny. No, it's, it's the truth. So I read the book the first time, and I'll be honest with you. I've so read this book three times.
2: Oh my god! I read
0: the book the first time, and I'll be honest. It was really difficult for me to um, marry the person that you're speaking about in the book, mm-hmm. and the personality that you are yeah. on social media, and when you speak, and yeah. you know, even on the radio. Yeah. I'm like, this this doesn't even sound like the same person. Yep. And so there was a part of me that was like how how can anyone go through this yeah because the dude stacy was a beast i mean seriously yeah and so reading through the pages it just i could not i couldn't coincide the personalities you know this this huge you know this um amazing strong just personification of a, a strong black woman and then i'm reading these pages and i'm like she how was this work so different right, right, right. so yeah. different I, almost like you're talking about someone totally yeah. not you yeah and I don't really know you. yeah I, I don't know you yeah but um I, what I know is what everyone else knows you yeah. know what, what the, the person has you put out there so how do you how was it writing the book
2: oh it was really difficult to write it took me two years to to just get it all out because you have to revisit it and I wasn't completely healed from mm-hmm. it. And so, reading it and kind of going through those things over and over, and you know, you ha- when I released the book, which ironically I released it three years ago today.
0: Oh wow!
1: And
2: oh, wow. so, congratulations! Uh, yes, Yay! Congratulations. Three years! Yeah. I was like, wow, this is great. It's like a
1: it's like an anniversary, it like is. a birthday because yes. you gave birth to oh, something. Yes. So. and
2: so much has happened since then. But um, I don't know. I just it, it was tough when you look at that person, cause you're right, you know, that person, it wasn't that that person wasn't strong, right? It's just, you're in a situation where you are so broken and hurt. Mm. And, um, and I wanted people to see that because this is what I know to be true. I was that person who was judgmental to other women You know, how? I mean, why don't she just leave? I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. if somebody's abusing you, why you just don't go? You know, and how many of us have sat back and saw something or we see, you know, celebrities like let's just be real. You have like uh emily b and fabulous right now everyone saw what happened to her yeah. mm-hmm. right we mm-hmm. saw her face mm-hmm. you got a tooth knocked out or whatever like look at what this man did right. and it's like we sit back on the outside and say well how can you stay with it and it's like i know how she could stay right. and the first thing we want to say is it's money well stacy ain't have a pot to piss in mm-hmm. so well, it well, ain't about well. money <laughs> It's not about money, it's, it's about manipulation, it's about control, it's about a, a person being in a relationship and it feels like an addiction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And mm-hmm. I say this all the time to people when, they, when they're trying to understand it, it's like a smoker. You know, if I come to you and you smoke and I'm like, hey, stop smoking. You know what it does to you? I can pull up YouTube and show you videos of what smoking does to you. And Mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, I know. (laughs) But guess what? It's still hard for me to stop smoking because it's an addiction. Mm -hmm. And it's very similar in these abusive relationships. So Mm -hmm. it was important for me to write the book and tell the story because I had to check myself like, whoa. Right. Now I see what it is. Right. And it has nothing to do with um, not being strong because everyone who go the, the people find victims who are strong mm-hmm. so it's that they can break you here down
1: about writing your story and going back and reading your words. Oh man. It's it's like it's like an aha moment. Yeah, in it's re- it's relation, cathartic. Yeah. even if you're no longer in that space. Yeah. just to be able to reflect on that space that you were once in right, and be right. able to say, you know, either you're one of two things. Either you're grateful that you're no longer in that space yeah. or you're either going to find your way back to that space. It's either one or two things. Right. You you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So either you're, gonna, you're finding your way or you lost your way. It's, yeah. it's, you know? So I wanted to ask you, because you talked about getting help. Yeah. And now you're you're in the position now where you're a mentor of sorts. People yeah. are coming to you for that very help. Mm-hmm. At what point in your journey did you get that spiritual nudge mm-hmm. to say, it's time for you to allow your story to be a part of your calling? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, that
2: that's such a great question. And because I do so many different things, it's like, you know, it's life. It's just life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have a child. I have a 12 year old now. Mm -hmm. I started my foundation when she went to kindergarten and and I'm hearing my daughter talk about things at school and I'm like, it scared me to death to think my daughter may uh, be influenced by other girls at school that weren't great role models. So then that's what caused me to start the foundation the i'm me foundation you know what i mean so that it's just life you know last year i came out of a another abusive relationship and you know when you go through something again it becomes embarrassing it's like well come on now jay like you gotta get it together like how do you do this again and it's like telling that story and then seeing how many women and men, for that matter, reached out to me saying, hey, I've gone through I've gone this, through too, it. and I'm going through it now, and I'm suffering from depression, and I've had suicidal ideation also, and, and you know, how did you get help, and this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I got the tools. You know what I mean? Like, right. I know I already had the tools. Right. It's just when you're in that type of relationship, you can't see it. No. And that abuse is so insidious. Like, right. it just does you don't see it coming and so once I was able to, Cause to get. Because it it's gradual. Doesn't,
1: it doesn't happen overnight. It's not like, yeah. you know, it it, it it happens in small, subtle steps. It's like And before like you seeping. know it, it's almost like brainwashing. Oh, no. Yeah. This, it's like well, training. It's like grooming. It's yeah. like Stockholm. It, it is. Yeah. It really well, there, is. there's this great
0: quote you have in the back of the book from Maya Angelou that I thought was really awesome. Um, when you, it says as soon as healing takes place go out and heal somebody else yeah. which I love that because yeah. it really does speak to the fact that okay I've been through this now I'm going to help yep. other people but in reading the book you see how Stacey mm-hmm. um, it, it was a systematic process You Mm -hmm. know, there was this really great moment at the beginning where y'all clicked and he was saying all the right things. And it was just like, oh, my God, where you've been all my life, four hour phone calls, the whole nine. And then just along this journey, you read how he just flips the script Mm -hmm. and it goes from, you know, it's it's like a roller coaster. Right. So it's like these highs and then these incredible lows. And. I feel, and I've, I've talked about this with the narcissist. I mean, obviously he was a sociopath, but there was yeah. also some narcissism oh, there yeah. too, right? Yeah. Well, how the narcissist will endear you to him mm-hmm. or her mm-hmm. and and have you holding on to a moment, Oh yeah. right? Yeah. So oh, you're just man. trying to get back to that moment. Just if I trying just get to back get to back. back. That moment, yeah. I can get back that moment to it. I know I That moment of vulnerability, that moment of intense yeah. love or whatever. Yeah. And just watching this process as he slowly but surely literally dissects you, surgically Mm -hmm. dissects you from yourself, I can totally understand how you can be in the situation, not see the forest for the trees, and then get out of the situation and be like, oh my God, how'd that happen to me? But it wasn't you. It was who he created, right? It is.
2: It is. And you know, uh, it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous because... I, and I talk about this in the book you know there were two women that I met that were in relationships with him oh, man, and um, <laughs> and they overlapped each other yeah. and then me and one of the girls we overlapped each mm-hmm. other and like these they women a harem
1: yeah oh my
2: yeah. gosh you and find they,
1: out all of this when it's over you're like you was yeah
2: like, right <laughs> and they helped me to heal yeah. like if it wasn't for them yeah. having somebody who understood yeah. what I was going through is what helped me to heal and then look at, you know, last year I come out of another relationship and I have 15 women who reach out to me who've dated this same person wow. saying, hey, I, I understand. I've gone through this too.
1: And you don't even, you you can't even have any type of animosity towards these women. You actually feel sorry for them because Cause you know what cause it you is. you know what they yeah. went through. You
2: know what it is. Yeah. And I mean, I talk about that too in the book. You know, you go back and you look at these other women that were there and and Stacy was just like the player from the Himalayas. He had women everywhere. And now, you know, when you're in it, you're you, you are so angry because you don't know what it is. But right. then now you look back and you're like, man, yeah. some of these women still deal with him. Yeah. After all right. these years. Wow. And y'all, because y'all can't let go because he has your brain so twisted. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's, it's nah, he, an
0: addiction. But it he, he did something. And, and I... I the reason I love the book so much is because, from a man's point of view, the second time I read the book, when I realized that you wasn't checking for me, um,
1: <laughs> he's still shooting no, shots. No, I'm not shooting he anything. Still I'm just—I was shot.
0: explaining what happened, and when I realized that you know, okay, JJ don't like to go out to eat. Obviously, oh my god, I've been everywhere. That is so uh, funny. <laughs> no, that but the, the so second funny. time I read the book, um, what I realized was you know. As you're going through this process, I love the fact that, you, well, first of all, you were very transparent, which that had to be terrifying, Yeah. but I love the fact how you tied the treatment from your mother oh, to yeah. Yeah. the treatment from Stacey and how yeah. it was all in the same, yeah. you know, it was there were some parallels. Oh, yeah. So, in dating, in your opinion, um, how much of our past do we bring into the dating world? And how much does it impact us?
2: All of it. Yeah. You really yeah. do, and you do it. Sometimes you're doing it subconsciously. You know what I mean? Like, I found people who, it's so interesting. I found people who treated me like my mother. Um, but you don't realize that. It's not like you're looking, you know, how Mm -hmm. we always hear, well, you know, a woman's always looking for somebody like her daddy or, Mm -hmm. you know, she's looking for her daddy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? We actually probably search for people who are like both of our parents somehow and we don't realize it. Mm. So, you know, the... You, I'm staying in a relationship trying the little girl in me is still trying to get this attention from her mother Feel the you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's like hey I'm here I'm here look at me look at me look mm-hmm. at me look at me and it's like the little girl is, is still in pain, and she's right. like, "Hey, all I'm trying to do is get
1: my mom's attention. Yeah. All I'm trying it's to do is like let her know I exist. That when they come in the room after they spank you real good, and then they come in the room to have that talk yeah, with you. You know, you know I love. To you. Kind of <laughs> let you know, you know, I love you. I didn't get that talk. You know, I got <laughs> well, the beat down without the talk. I, love, I stopped getting the like- talk. <laughs> I stopped getting the talk at a really young age. Yeah. But you would always be waiting on that talk, oh, is what yeah. I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah and even in yeah. relationships, you would kind of, even after you take that beat down, you're holding on waiting on oh, that yeah. talk. And he did Whether that. it's an emotional, yeah. physical, or however yeah. Yeah. type of beat down, you're holding on oh, to that yeah. talk.
2: Yeah.
1: And the way they work, the, the sociopath, the narcissist, all of them, they give you a glimpse mm. of that moment that you're still holding oh, on to after they do whatever it is that would trigger you to leave mm-hmm. they give you a glimpse of hope that they've changed back to oh, that yeah. well, he he
0: went so far yeah. as because you speak about how your mom was never really um you know she never gave you hugs and you know mm-hmm. not physically intimate right. right and so it's almost like he used that against you Mm -hmm. And that when he would take you through this drama or whatever with some other girl, Mm -hmm. then he would be overly affectionate, cry, Mm -hmm. text you, I love you, I need you, you know, whatever. Almost just dragging you back into that space, man. Look, girl, listen. It's
2: a Stacy out there
0: (laughs) in every city. (laughs) So as a man who, you know, doesn't engage in that behavior, it's really hard to read the you know the book or whatever, yeah. and 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 see someone who I think, and most people would probably think, you don't have to go through this. Yeah, like you have your pick of the litter; you could yeah. be with anybody you want. Um, but it, there's a powerlessness that that I think some of us on the outside feel because you know you, you talk about how your friends just didn't like him; they they were trying mm-hmm. to get you to you know leave. But even as a man. When I speak on this subject, I'm accused of being a pick me or, uh, um, you know, a, a, a panderer hmm. because I'm checking other men with the behavior that I see yeah. a lot of that on social media. I see a lot oh, of it in yeah. dating groups where men are behaving in that way. They're yeah. just tearing women down. Yeah. And the, the ones that are looking for that, they go to those men for some type of um, some type of affirmation. Oh, like yeah. this dude don't like nobody, but he likes me. Right. So that means I'm special. Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's just so many different layers to it. You know, right. it's like um, like when I look at, you know, the differences between Stacy and maybe the last person that I dated who was um abusive, you know, Stacy, like you said, he was a sociopath. Sociopaths can be narcissistic whereas a narcissist isn't necessarily a sociopath right right. Stacy would do things you know like you said to draw me back in he was a master of it Mm -hmm. and the thing the the biggest issue I think that needs to be talked about is noticing those signs Mm -hmm. and when you see the signs like hey listen because men (laughs) y'all men are in these relationships too when you see the signs Mm -hmm. let's back it up and i mean the first sign like why is it that we are so forgiving especially in relationships because when our friends do stupid stuff we'll be like oh you know all right we'll try to work it out because it's my that's my girl you know but when you're in a relationship why is it that we don't say hey you know this we can't stick around for this Mm -hmm. so you know in the book the first thing I I remember is um seeing the shoes and there was a woman who I saw her like I saw her shoes I saw her sweater and it was just like that should have been it Jillian out let's go Mm -hmm. (laughs) but instead I let you talk me out of it you know the my past relationship that i came out of last year it was very similar where it was like you know but it was more insidious where it was just oh i see text messages on the phone like i'm not going through the phone like you're sitting there with me because you don't you don't care if i see it right you know what i mean but oh i miss you who who misses you at one o'clock in the morning right you know and then it's just oh that's just you know you know and it's like that right there is a red flag. Right. Yeah. But you, we but we want something so bad that we Well, and like you said, you want to go back to what it was like. We have some good times. Y'all abusers are not abusers all the time. Right. You know, so you find those moments that are amazing and you want to go back to those moments. I got to bring it back to that time when we went to the amusement park and we had so much fun Mm -hmm. and I met his family and it was great. Like, I want that back. But this is who this person really is. And you're seeing it. Right. And, you're, and you won't accept it, mm. right. you know. You won't trust the feeling that's in your stomach that says, this don't
1: feel right. Because right. you it wanted is- to be what you wanted to be so bad. that is lo- And in a lot of people, and, you know, I was guilty, you know, I admit, we sometimes, as long as nobody else see it, to hold us accountable. Oh, man. For oh, yeah. putting up with it, we'll stay. But sometimes once you know that other people know, that is sometimes that push to say, you know what, that that's where you have to kind of decide between your pride and your, oh your moral accountability. Yeah. Like
2: and stop justifying, you right. know, like this is a, a thing, too, because both of these people, you know, I know your background so i know you know stacy his his father wasn't in his life there's a reason why your father left you and i really wish to this day that i could sit and talk to his dad like what happened because i have a feeling that you know and i talk about the other people in his family who suffer from mental illness Mm -hmm. i really feel like that's why your dad left he realized there's something wrong with everybody here Mm -hmm. and, and he got up out but I felt bad for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this is why he's like this because, see, his dad left him and he don't want to have nothing to do with him. You only hear his side of the story, right? Mm-hmm. So I only know what he tells me about his dad. Right. Right? In right. my last relationship, it was the same thing, was the issue with the father. Mm-hmm. And now I'm starting to see, like, this, the, the parallel here. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, and then there's the mom who worships you. And there's the... Both both of these guys have mothers who worship them. And mm-hmm. it's just like where they they can do no harm. Yeah. No. Right.
0: Even the sister went after you. Oh, oh my, you my first
2: day at college. Yeah. And this this girl was like, my brother is sitting here crying in my mother's arms. And I'm like, you have no idea how much crying I have done yeah. for an entire year. Every, every moment with this man mm-hmm. has been teardrops. And it's like. You can only see, and and this is the thing too, like we talk about um, people not knowing who a narcissist is. Mm-hmm. If somebody told me today my brother was a narcissist, i will be like, get out of here, right. you know? Right. But then because of my own experiences, I have to say, you know what? My brother could be, mm-hmm. because guess what? I don't sleep with my brother. Yeah. I'm not in an intimate relationship with my brother. I don't live with my brother. I don't spend all day with my brother. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to recognize when somebody says, hey, something ain't right, right. about this person, believe them. Right. Right. Believe right. them. Mm-hmm. Because unless you are in a relationship right. with somebody, you have no idea. We, we, we work with narcissists every day, right? Yeah. We mm-hmm. can't. Like, you don't know. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Because right. you're not at home
1: with them. So you have no idea who a narcissist might be. But I believe people. Now it seems to me like in, in all of this growth and reflection, like that helped you with your I Me Foundation. I want you to yeah. give us a little insight into that and where that's, you know, how that's grown you You know, since in, you've in so many different
2: ways. So the I Me Foundation, we've been around since 2010, mm-hmm. uh, been doing this I Me tour for seven years now, um, primarily in A-Leaf schools. And um, it's an eight-week program. Uh, It covers everything, robotics, healthy cooking, goal setting, uh, beauty and style, uh, health and fitness. It's just uh, mental health, everything. And so the big thing for me in the last couple of years has just been trying to teach my girls about healthy versus unhealthy relationships. Mm. Because what I'm finding is you got to get to these girls when they are young, because especially the at-risk girls because at home they're not seeing a great representation of what a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. looks like and it's not their fault you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it's like i need to teach you what it is that you're not going to really be able to to see Mm -hmm. and try to guide them in the right direction because the girls that i talked to in college it's blowing my mind what these women are dealing with and they just have no idea that they're in abusive relationships. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, he pushed me, but he didn't hit me. Right. Hey, right. <laughs> like I need y'all to know or this just is unacceptable. Phone, yeah. Just,
1: you know, but that's abuse.
2: He's yelling at me. I mean, he talks about, you know, my body all the time and, and it's just like. Y'all don't know. Oh, he don't like it
1: when I go hang out with my friends. Isolation is the first step
0: of abuse. That was crazy. So he not only isolated you from your friends, but even tried to mar the relationship between you and your family. Oh yeah. Like the comment that he made about your brother and everything. Oh yeah. So it, it does. It's like, if I can just get you by yourself, yeah. where you don't have that network, yeah. then you're not listening to that dissenting voice. Because yes. I'm sure if you're constantly going out with, you know, if you have brunch every Sunday with your girlfriends, and every Sunday your girlfriends are saying, leave him. Yeah. At some point, you're going to be like, mm, maybe I should leave him. But when he takes you away But see,
2: that's the thing. It's like, no, what they do
1: is they cause a rift in those relationships so that. Those bridges are kind of burned or yeah, unstable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and what what ends up happening is you have to choose between your friend and your relationship. Yeah. And then, so once you choose your relationship over your friends, now you don't want to run back to those friends and say, "Hey, you were right. You were right." Oh, so yeah. now you're isolating yourself from it's, pride. It hurts. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a. Complicated
0: it's type a game of thing. Yeah. it's a
2: real game and yeah. you have to recognize it when it's when it's happening and it's it's tough yeah
0: so i i um I was listening to some of the respect my crown podcast which i think is dope
2: thank you um
0: kind of kind of salty about the fact that ain't no uh
2: ain't no guys on there. I'm just saying'm I
0: mean, <laughs> I know how y'all roll. I, up, I thought it was so interesting how, I, like, I was, I was black
2: girl magic. Yeah, yeah.
0: you know, I was actually talking to a really good friend of mine about this, how women, especially black women in the last, I'd say five years, mm-hmm. you have really taken back, taken ownership of one another, mm-hmm. not just yourselves, but one another. This whole mm-hmm. black girl magic thing is just amazing to me how women, black women have decided we're no longer going to fight with each other. Yeah. We're going to celebrate one another. We're just yeah. going to we're going we're going to go to brunch. We're going to get us some mimosas <laughs> and we're going to be good. Yeah. How has that uh played into everything that you're doing as far as this this concept of sisterhood, you yeah. know, putting other giving other women voices the mm-hmm. way you have? How has that played into either your healing process or this whole process you're Oh going my
2: through? gosh. I mean, respect my crown when I created this movement respect my crown originally it was supposed to be about entrepreneurship and god had a whole different plan and i was like wait lord it it was supposed to be this and he's like no or she and so (laughs) and so i said okay you know i'm i'm supposed to help with healing we're supposed to help to break some chains here Mm. and and break some of these generational curses. And I started by doing events called the gathering Mm. where women would come out and, you know, our first gathering was jam packed with over 60 women who had been abused, who had dated narcissists. And it was like, whoa. And just hearing these women tell their stories and, and creating a safe space for them to share, that was healing, right, mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I'm thinking I'm doing something for other people, but mm-hmm. it, it helped me. And then continuing to do that, um, it's just amazing because you can't grow without transparency. Mm. You can't grow without listening to other people's stories. I mean, just think even just for yourself as a man, when you hear... A story about someone that you admire, like it makes you feel like, shoot, but well, I can do this. Like, yeah, yeah. I know I can do this. If I can see a read about someone who has overcome something during a time where life is challenging then that's the boost that I need. I need to just see that it's been done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's what these women are able to do. They're able to sit back and say, oh, I've met somebody who was healed from this. So I know that it's possible. Mm -hmm. And now that I know, you know, and I'm getting the tools from this person through their own experience. So you got a lot of people who are out here calling themselves uh, relationship experts and all of this and, y'all ain't never been through anything mm. you know you trying to tell people to do you know what they should do based off of what you think in your mind mm-hmm. versus experience yeah, it and it's like no right. tell me when you've gone through, through something, something. Yeah, yeah you know hello
0: and, and <laughs> no, I, I feel that don't tell me what to do tell me what you did tell right?
2: me what you, you did. did yeah, yeah, yeah. How did yeah. you get through? Yeah. so
0: what is next for jj on the mic yes. what, what's what's on the horizon <sighs>
2: Man, let's see. I mean, you know, I, I I've been toying with going back to radio um, in the last year. Yes. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what it looks like. Uh, I miss radio. I miss um, I miss talking to to the listeners and meeting amazing people, connecting with great people. Um, I don't know. I I really, I just don't know. I don't know what's next. Whatever God has
1: for you. Yeah. Like
2: I really can say right now, you know, I'm doing my speaking uh, full time. This year has, it's been crazy. This has been the, uh, the craziest year and the, and the and I'm most grateful for this year because this year I've been able to go to London and speak wow. and Australia and speak. And I've been able, God has opened doors that I just did not see coming this year, mm. um, despite the craziness that has taken place this year. And I'm just so grateful. So right mm. now I am just basking in gratitude and waiting for God to continue to open up doors for me because i feel like when you say like what's next like i do not know yeah and, but, but I know ready. whatever is coming I am so ready for it amen yes receive
1: that <laughs> so tell the people the lovely people where we can find you is your website
2: yeah JJ on the is my website um, your Instagram and uh, JJ on the mic is my Instagram my Facebook
0: don't try to follow her on Facebook because I tried I've been JJ. trying for four years
2: oh, four. I know you have a fan every, page I do have a fan page Days. Her Jillian page. Simmons is my
0: Every thirty page. days I go back to her Facebook page like, and try to it? like it. I'm about to find you I'm, so I'm hoping I can do it today. I'm hoping she had five thousand and somebody piss her off and she gets to four thousand <laughs> nine hundred ninety nine. Then I can slide you. in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. And then my books, um Respect My Crown, My Affirmation yes. Journal, uh that, Without that. Bruises yeah. and yeah. My Latest Um Workbook that I, I released this year is called All Falls Down A Daily Study of Scripture to Lift You Up When Life Has Knocked You Down. And all of those are available on my site or on Amazon. That is
0: awesome. Dope. All right, Mason Singles. You, I'm still teasing over here. We I got so JJ good. on the you mic we, in the, who, the building. We
1: would take you out all night. Maybe we're going to have to bring you back for a few show. If I come back, that. I would look a lot better when I come back. Oh, uh, worries. I was you like. Are, you, you are know. gorgeous. You're queen. Well, thank You're
2: beautiful.
0: You. Hey. I definitely think you should bring back what was the segment you used to do the, um, the midday drama the midday drama yeah, yeah that definitely needs to come it's back it's always to some, form some
2: drama out there <laughs>
1: There's always some drama out there.
0: Well, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. As always, it's the Mix and Singles Podcast. We will be back November the 4th. We're not no, going to take a actually, break.
1: Actually, we'll be back next Monday, October nope. yeah. 28th. Oh, same wow. time, same place. We have some awesome guests in store for you. So stay tuned. We'll be promoting. Make sure you follow us on Instagram yes. at Mix and Single. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get 1,000 subscri- subscribers. So come on over, subscribe, subscribe. like our page. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook as well. Yeah, where can we find you at? Oh, you can find me, Oney, O-N-N-E-Y, the CEO, on all social media
0: platforms. Uh, You got anything coming up except traveling? Because you you know you stay out the country. Um,
1: You know, I have a video release that I'll be announcing soon, coming in November.
0: I hate going after you. I ain't doing nothing.
1: stay tuned (laughs) on that. And we'll also be releasing another movie soon from Brothers Forever Productions, Um, so stay tuned for that as well. I'll I'll have all that information on the next show on Monday, so stay tuned. Follow us on all our social media platforms, and we hope to see you
0: next week. You can follow me, Tony Massey Speaks. I'm going to be posting some pictures of my shoes and stuff (laughs) thank you so much for listening we'll we'll catch you next time jj thank you so much for coming in we really enjoyed it make sure you get the books make sure you're following her on social media go to her page even if you can't be a part of the, the the stuff she's doing support it we need this more than anything we need to build up our communities and it starts with our relationships and that starts with building up ourselves mixing singles podcast we will catch you next week we out